Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, with your Friday rush, here's Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. We've seen there's some guys that they, they commit to a school early, and then they they think you, you save a spot, and then they go and they keep getting recruited for the next couple of years, and then maybe they commit and decommit a couple other times, and that's like a like a cool thing or something. I would what, what I love about Jackson Arnold, you know, he's one of the first young men that I visited with in my office uh, a year ago, uh, last January, and he and his family had a, an amazing conversation with them. He was incredibly anxious. Uh, I, I wondered, does he got to use the restroom? What? What? I mean, I mean, he was just antsy, and he was just nervous. You know, this was the moment for him, and he, uh, they had taken, uh, you know, several trips, uh, including to Oklahoma uh, prior to that. Uh, certainly, a different staff, but around the country, and you know, he was at a, a really good place. But he knew what he wanted, um, and the best of the best, they know what they want, and when they see it, they take it. There's head coach Brent Venables earlier today at the signing day press conference talking about his five-star quarterback, Jackson Arnold. We'll have more uh, of that Brent Venables press conference as the show rolls on. In case you're just now tuning in, first, God bless you. Uh, but it's a good recruiting <laughs> class, but it has not been a good day. Peyton Bowen, the big surprise probably the of the entire day. Uh, he picks Oregon over Notre Dame and OU. I say he picks Oregon over OU. OU didn't even have a hat on the table, but they were considered the leader going into today. And then Tecilia Kana uh, picks Texas over the Sooners today. After a Colorado visit this past weekend and a Louisville offer over the weekend, Tecilia Kana, your two main targets, uh, you miss out on both of those. And I, I thought that this was a great text from Stuart Mandel, one of the rare wins that Stuart Mandel has. He said, signing day now is basically just finding out which collectives have the deepest bags. <laughs> and unfortunately, unfortunately, that's kind of been the case today in uh, signing day. Is uh, We found out Oregon. Uh, I don't know if we found out that Oregon has deep bags, but it was just to confirm that they do. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's confirmed that they do, but it's kind of gone like A&M was the first one to do it, really, like bag-wise. And then Miami, and then now you're seeing... Oregon kind of close out with it. If these teams don't start winning and winning big, I think that's I think literally like that's that's the only thing that can save us from the future of like what NIL is becoming. Because if if these boosters are dumping tons of money in and it turns out that making 18-year-olds millionaires and then asking them to go work hard for you, that's going to be tough. If these teams keep losing in the fashion that like A&M lost this year or Miami lost this year, then I think that's that's a great argument against it for other programs. You can say, hey, you can go be on that team, but, I mean, look, they're not putting anybody in the draft or they're not winning any games or anything like that. You go to somewhere like this, not only will we develop you, but you'll win games and you'll get your I, – I think that's the only hope we have. So going forward, root against Miami, root against A&M, and root against Oregon. Yeah, no, I, and, and I agree with the, with the overall point there. Uh, my, my only pushback would be, well, yes, you, you know, you can have that, but is that going to be enough if a school like Oregon or Miami or A&M says, yeah, well, here's $2 million to come play for us? You know? Oh, of course. I mean, but that, I, also that, think... I mean, that's always going to be tough to combat if that's you know really what's going on out there, and I feel like it is. 
I also think there's there's no secret why A&M has so many kids in the portal fresh off of a class that they just paid, right? It's like it's almost like it's giving you an opportunity to to find out the character or or priorities maybe is a better word of these kids and fine, go take the bag. I mean, I'd imagine that the kids that get the get the big bags have seemingly been ending up in the portal because they'll say, oh, well, they were just problem kids. We didn't want them in College Station anyways. Well, you gave problem kids money. I wonder if that exacerbated their problem, you know, problems, if you will. Sean on the text line says, has anyone actually gotten paid? And it's very interesting that Sean brings this up because there's a notable head coach today that tweeted out something uh, rather interesting. And that particular head coach was Matt Rule, the head coach at Nebraska. And I'm trying to scroll down and find it exactly. But he sent out like a bunch of emojis. Here it is. Here it is. 17 hours ago, Travis. He sent out like two lines of emojis. The first one is a duck emoji. The second one is a bag emoji. And the third one is a ghost emoji. Okay, the second line is um, it looks like uh, the hand sign of, you know, given the you, you know, that one, that that emoji, the you sign bag and then ghost. And it doesn't say anything other than that, but it's almost as if Matt Rule was saying Oregon offers money and then they ghost Miami offers money and then they ghost. It was a great tweet, but it's almost as if Matt Rule is saying, yeah, Oregon and Miami, they'll offer you money, but you're never actually going to get paid. It's just empty promises. And I I don't know if that's the case or not, and we don't know for sure if that's what he meant, but it sure looks like that's exactly what he meant. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, people not making – or the contracts aren't what they thought they were maybe. But that's one thing about – you know, the old school days when you had to hide it, it was just a bag of cash, man. That was uh, <laughs> that got paid every time because you had cash in hand. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Parker Thune coming up next segment. Uh, talked to him earlier in the show about the uh, the Peyton Bowen saga, and I guess now it's time to talk about the Tassili Akana saga as well as the bowl cut is heading to Texas. Um, girlfriends were undefeated. They are no longer undefeated after today. Uh, that, I, that, that'll be an interesting situation between he and his girlfriend. She plays here at OU. Now he's going to Eugene, Oregon, which isn't exactly down the street. So um, not that we're overly concerned about that particular relationship. But, yeah. you know, OU just had so many things in its corner with that one, whether it was his best friend Jackson Arnold coming here, his girlfriend coming here. It was the closest destination of the three schools. Like, I, don't, I, I guess it gets really awkward now uh, between Peyton Bowen and some of the relationships he has. Yeah, yeah, or, they're, or they just won't continue. <laughs> you know, it may not be awkward, but – no, it's, it's interesting, Tyler, because during the break I was looking at just kind of comparing the quality of classes, right, because obviously we didn't finish how we wanted to. Um, I think that's why it probably gets an A-minus for me. I think you get to an A-plus if you finish stronger. Uh, but the 281.53 is the current ranking of the class, numerical ranking of the class. Um, so that would rank higher than any of Lincoln Riley's classes, and you'd have to go back all the way to 2010, to find a, uh, a better class or a higher-ranked class. Let me read you some of the names. Tony Jefferson, Brennan Clay, Blake Bell was in that class, uh, Kenny Stills was in that class, Roy Finch was in that class, um, old Gino Grissom was in that class. So, I mean, it to show you, if you go on 247 and look for it, 
like none of the players have photos. That's how old that cl- that class is compared to yeah. uh, today. So really, you say, hey, look, you're gonna have the best, highest ranked class you've had in over a decade. Sign me up for that every time, Tyler. Yeah, um, and not only is it your highest-ranked class in a while, it's not like, what was it, the 2017 class where you had the uh, the four five-stars with Spencer Rattler? The, see, see, that was the 2019, 2019 class, class. And, that, and that was at 279.28. So that was Lincoln Riley's closest score to what this kind of first class of Brent Venable score is, and he did it by having a lot of, you yeah, know, three, like three five star, three five star receivers. Like that's what yeah, really just like kind he does of at USC. bumped that class. Like, yeah, but I mean, and, and here's this class, you know, and this is what, like, if, if I'm trying to, and I shouldn't have to sell you on being excited about this class um, today. I mean, yes, I understand a lot of people are disappointed about today. I'm disappointed about today, but I shouldn't have to sell you on this class. But if I do, like, here's what I'll sell you on is here are the positions of your top five players. Because like we said in the past, it's been quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back. It's been mostly skill position players. Your top five players in the number eight overall class is quarterback, edge, wide receiver, offensive tackle, safety. Um, it's as well-rounded of a class as you've had in in quite some time. And the strength of this class, even with – missing out on the two players that you missed out on today. I still think you can say, Travis, that the strength of this class is probably on the defensive side of the ball. Now, Oh, absolutely. Now, everyone says the same thing around here, right? That, you know, you got to get back to playing elite defense to win a national championship. I agree with that. Look at the past. OU's never uh, won a national championship without an elite defense. So there's another positive is that you're building – um, on the de- on the defensive side of the ball, like you're you're starting to build those, you know, kind of blocks and in that depth that you need to win a championship. You're going to need more elite players. You're going to need to stack classes like this and get a couple of more elite players. Yes, but this is a good start on the defensive side of the ball in the staff's first full cycle. Yeah, it's a it's a great first start. I mean, I when you look at kind of the the home ties in 2024 uh, that OU has, whether it be legacies, whether it just be the state of Oklahoma kids, whether it be kind of the DFW Metroplex that, that kind of leans towards Oklahoma or the parts of it that do, uh, we all got, thought kind of 2024 was the class, right? So looking at 2023, once you start to get some of these guys kind of looking our way, we're like, oh, man, might actually uh, do some good things here. And Again, what you ended up with was probably the best defensive haul you've had in over a decade. Yeah. Did that commitment just have a weird vibe, like something wasn't right? This is from the 918. If you're talking the about Bowen Peyton one? Bowen, Absolutely. Yes. I mean, it, it, it's still weird because it, and maybe something has changed over the past 30 minutes, but as of 30 minutes ago, he still hasn't signed his NIL to Oregon. Like, it, yeah, that's, they, that's what today's ceremonies are for. You make the announcement – and then you sign uh, the NLI papers right after that, right? National Letter of Intent. I mean, maybe you do it even before sometimes, but the NLI for Peyton Bowen in Oregon still hasn't happened yet, so I don't really know what that means. But it's yeah, what you what's happened with like, you know, when I attended the signings of like, you know, J Rowe and RSJ and those guys, like they had already signed and sent in their stuff. Like it was it was very much just a, you know 
celebratory type situation. They literally just scribbled on a blank piece of paper. Like, they typically have already done this, right? Already got these processes going. So it is interesting that he hasn't. And honestly, maybe early on when he was looking at his schools that he was going to go to, he did that kind of pre-enrollment thing. Like, we saw him pop up in the OU directory, right? Everybody started freaking out that he was in the OU student directory. But he was in multiple student directories. Maybe he just didn't do that for Oregon because they hadn't called and offered the bag yet, so he had to start that process, whereas a lot of these guys have maybe already started that process. Yeah, Gunny says it wasn't exactly uh, what everyone wanted, but it's a lot of what we needed, talking about this 23 class. Uh, Peyton says, think Oregon was so surprised that they literally hadn't sent him his papers yet? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. There's a chance of that. Who knows? Uh, does today's ranking include transfer portal players? Well, not the one that we're referencing. There is a separate ranking on 24-7 sports that includes the transfer portal. And, Travis, do you have that in front of you of what that class is ranked? I, 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 I don't. I can, I can get a pretty quick uh, shout-out to Hunter that sent me this. Did you see the Nick Harris uh, uh, tweet that says, as of 4 o'clock, Oregon has not yet received a letter of intent, like we were just talking about. Yeah. He said, and a source says there are still conversations happening behind the scenes. Buckle up. Oh, God. I don't even want to. Like, it, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, it, as much as that would be, like, not. I, I don't even want to circle back around on that one. I mean, just <sighs> move on and move forward, please. Hey, if you get. It, hey, if you get a notification that uh, Peyton Bowen is uh, he found his OU hat under the table and put it on, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we t- I'm pretty sure we take it. I mean, we we be like, yeah. oh man, you did, you finally turned down the money. Uh, let's see, Hicks miss, Vosick miss, Bowen miss, Akana miss, all were hard OU leans. Decent class, but if we're supposed to compete in the SEC, have to close better. Can't be the fifth best SEC recruiting class. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll get to more of your text as the show rolls on. We'll get to Parker Thune coming up next. We'll ask him about the uh, Tassili Akana situation. How did Texas get in late in this whole recruitment? I think we have you know a pretty good idea, but we'll ask Parker that and more coming up next. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We're the homeless Sooner fans. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on The Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. And right now, get $5,500 off select 2022 custom Silverados and take $3,000 off MSRP and 3.99% financing on the 2022 Equinox. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. WAC must finance with GM Financial. If you or a loved one has suffered a debilitating illness or injury, Norman Regional's inpatient rehabilitation team is the one you can trust to help get your quality of life back where you need it. As an accredited center of excellence and top three physical rehab facility in the state, according to U.S. News & World Report, Norman Regional's dedication to patients isn't just a talking point, it has been proven. To learn more, visit normanregional.com and search inpatient rehabilitation. Hey, hey, Sooner Nation. Come spend your New Year's afternoon cheering on the Oklahoma Sooners basketball team as they tip off Big 12 conference play against the Texas Longhorns on December 31st at 1 p.m. They've got a special ticket deal for y'all. Four tickets for $20. Now that's a deal. Also enjoy $2 concession deals on draft beers, fountain sodas, and small popcorns. 
Shoot, I may partake myself. For tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash holiday. Boomer Sooner. All right, all right, all right. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Landers, we know it's important to do good all year long. And right now, during the Big Finish sales event, get 11000 off the 2022 Ram 1500 and 7500 off the 2022 Grand Cherokee L. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman. WAC plus TTNL. T dealer for details. No one wants to talk about their funeral memorial service. However, the pre-planning staff at Primrose made it such a simple process. We were able to not only select our services, but we were also able to remove the financial burden from our children as well. If you have not taken the step of planning ahead, I encourage you to make the call today to Primrose Funeral Service at 321-6000 and let the great staff begin helping you planning your desired service. Hi, I'm Monica Paris, Client Relationship Manager at Belliance Bank Norman. Belliance is a locally owned and operated bank catering to the needs of business professionals and executives throughout the Norman community. We are conveniently located in Norman's University North Park. Business in Norman is growing and so are we. We welcome you to come by the bank and meet one of our friendly bankers or better yet, give us a call at 405-286-5750. Belliance Bank, experience the difference. For Native American children living in poverty, there are very few opportunities. But at St. Joseph's Indian School, they have a chance to dream. I can dream of sharing my culture with the world. I can become a nurse and help other people feel better too. I can dream of riding into a brighter future. Since 1927, St. Joe's has provided a path to a brighter future through education for Native American children. Learn more at stjo.org today. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers are bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, Parker Thune joins us for one segment. And uh, boy, Parker, it's been a tough day for OU on the recruiting trail in terms of, uh, you know, guys that you were hoping would pick OU today. Your reaction to to Celia Kana picking Texas about 90 minutes ago? Yeah, tough day is putting it lightly, Tyler. It's been a brutal day for Oklahoma in terms of closing on Bowen and Akana, who were, of course, the two big targets that were left on the board. And look, this was a recruitment that OU led and had led for months all the way up until this morning. And there started to be some rumblings late last night, and there started to be some momentum in favor of Texas at that point. But even so, it seemed as though OU was going to be able to stave off the Longhorns. But uh, I talked about it throughout the day, mentioned it with Toby, mentioned it with Plank, mentioned it with Steely as well. Uh, the reality of the situation with Texas and Econa was that the thing that they continued to leverage was the relationship uh, with his sister, who, of course, is a member of Texas's national championship volleyball team, 
and the relationship with fellow linebacker and childhood teammate Leona LaFowle, who was already committed to Texas. So in the end, that one out, a con is a longhorn, and the Sooners are over to today on the premier targets that they were hoping to lock down. Yeah, with and and again, I can definitely see why you say brutal. I know, uh, I know, especially the Bowen recruitment has been asked about every day for seven months now. So hey, at least the good thing for you is it's over. Oh wait, it isn't. <laughs> Tell us what's going on with uh, him not getting the letter in. What are you hearing? Uh, well, I'm not really hearing anything right now. But yeah, uh, Peyton Bowen doesn't. Uh, he hasn't officially signed with Oregon, which just adds a whole another layer of drama to this whole ordeal. I, I'm fed up with it, guys. I'm just about done with it. This Bowen recruitment in particular has been one of the most exhausting that I've ever had to cover. And with Akana, it doesn't feel like as much skin off my nose just because uh, he was quiet about the process. OU quietly led, steadily led, and then Texas makes the surge late and the kid changes his mind. You know, it is what it is at this point. But especially the way that Bowen and the family have handled this situation all the way up until the very end, uh, and especially with Oregon being the final decision after all that, man, it's wild. And I, <laughs> I'm ready for this thing to be over one way or another. Hey, how about this? Uh, we can talk about guys that are actually in the uh, 2023 class. I can't tell you, Parker, how many times we've gotten that text today. How about we talk about the guys that are here and that actually signed today? Okay, well, we can actually do that. Uh, give me someone under the radar in this class, not Jackson Arnold or P.J. Atabare. Maybe it's the uh, signing ceremony that you were at today, but someone you think fans should uh, really be excited about that is inked for this 23 class. Yeah, well, I would point to one of the guys that was a very late riser and a very late addition to this class, and that would be Taylor Wine, the three-star edge out of Nolensville, Tennessee. Uh, you look at his tape, you watch what he did as a senior, you see some Colton Vosick parallels, and you see why the Sooners made such a huge push to bring in Wine after they lost out on Vosick's pledge. Um, Wine is a guy that I don't know if the physical ceiling is as high as Vosick's is, but, man, he is a hard-nosed player gritty, gets after the quarterback, always going to give an offensive tackle hell off the edge, and that's exactly the type of player that Oklahoma is going to try to build this defense around. And so I think in P.J. Atabari and Taylor Wine, you got a couple of edges that are going to wreak havoc at some point down the line, potentially earlier than later in their college careers. So we had, uh, you know, you know, I'm a 918 guy, right? Rep it proudly. Um, there were four, the top three ranked um, 918 guys, all three four-star guys. Um, do you think it's something or nothing that OU went 0 for 3 on Tulsa talent? Uh, I, I think it's nothing at the end of the day. And we talked about it earlier with Mike at these. Uh, there were – Things on both sides that just made that fit not the greatest for OUNCs. Uh, and then with Luke Haz, it was always going to be tough to pry him away from Arkansas, and then he got Cole Adams. Cole Adams was kind of the one guy that I think Oklahoma waited too long to get in on, waited too long to offer, and he ends up going to Alabama. So, again, I, I mentioned it last hour. I'll reiterate it. I don't expect that to be the norm in the 918 going forward. The Sooners are going to make a priority of locking down the elite in-state talent, but – 
2023 is a weird year on the OK Prep circuit in terms of recruitment. We've been talking about it for months and months and months. Uh, it's just kind of the nature of the beast in this particular instance, and it's going to be, be the exception and not the weed. Uh, I guess Parker Thune is technically a, a guest, even though he's a regular host on the station for three <laughs> hours a day. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComish, Travis Davidson, uh, Parker is with us this segment. So I asked you for an under-the-radar you know, player in this class. What position group, and, and I know that there's multiple, but what position group did they really get right with this class? You got your five-star quarterback, but you got multiple O-linemen. You got safety help. In your mind, which position group did Britt Vittables and staff really get right with the 23? class like but here's the deal Bowen or no Bowen I think you've got to be really excited about this defensive backfield guys six defensive backs in the class for Oklahoma including a guy in Kendall Dolby that can come in and play probably will play right away may start right away Juco All-American from up at NEO I really like what he brings to the table you've got Jacoby Johnson you've got Josiah Wagner both those guys are going to be cornerbacks uh, you got Makari Vickers in the fold Really, really like his versatility, and he's a guy that can bounce around in the secondary if you need to. Uh, one of the most underrated additions to this class is Oklahoma's own Eric McCarty, uh, a guy that just does a little bit of everything. is going to play is going to play safety for the Sooners. Excuse me, but you talk about versatility. Eric McCarty's a guy that has it, and then uh, the icing on the cake, as things stand, this whole Bowen situation is weird. Sure. And maybe OU ends up back in play before it's all said and done. I don't know at this point. This is bizarre. But the icing on the cake for now is Dave McCullough, another guy that uh, is just a huge body in the back end of that secondary and reminiscent of some of the more big-bodied, hard-hitting safeties of old at Oklahoma and a guy that uh, maybe he doesn't play right away. Maybe his path to playing time isn't as expedient as the likes of a Macari Vickers or Jacoby Johnson, but he and his brother Deshaun should be mainstays in this Oklahoma defense for years to come. Now, we've been talking, you know, kind of really all show about how impressive it was that this staff was really able to hold together a lot of the class, you know, and then sign them on signing day as opposed to dealing with any last-minute flips that were actual verbal commits um, and public verbal commits to Oklahoma. Throughout the entire process up to now signing day, that, out of all the kids that are currently signed, who do you think was the best job to hold on to uh, during their recruitment? Who was the closest maybe to wavering a bit that OU was able to convince to stay? Ooh, that's a good question. And as I think back on it, now, there was never really a doubt that Jackson Arnold was locked in. There was never really a doubt that P.J. Atabari was locked in. When you think about the other guys at the top end of this OU class, a guy for whom there was some doubt after Kale Gundy's resignation was Jaquay's Petaway. There was a minute there in time where some figured Texas would circle back around, Houston might circle back around, and maybe Petaway would reopen his recruitment. The Sooners moved very quickly to ensure that that would not happen and they keep the top 100 receiver in the fold. Uh, he's the number 11 player at the position, the 24-7 sports composite, a guy that quite honestly doesn't get talked about a whole lot, uh, but is the capstone to this wide receiver class for Oklahoma. He and Keon Brown, uh, the only two wideouts that the Sooners ended up taking. Uh, I love Petaway. I think he has an opportunity to be an instant impact guy in the return game in particular, and it was a really remarkable job by the OU staff to make sure that the second Kale Gundy resigned, they were on Jaquay's Petaway, making sure 
that he stayed dialed in with the OU staff. That is interesting. Uh, for as much drama as there was today with both Akana and Bowen, there was zero drama whatsoever with the players that you had committed coming into today. I mean, right? I mean, there there was there was nothing. It felt like everyone was signed and ready to go uh, at 11 a.m. today. So, I mean, there, there's a positive, I guess, that um, you, you didn't really have any drama with the guys that you expected to get today. And you also got Marcus Strong. Tell us a little bit more about Marcus Strong, a three-star uh, defensive lineman. What are his measurables? Six foot three, two sixty-five. That one kind of got hidden today because you were focused on the other two. But you, you you did get a signee today that you were waiting on. Yeah, Marcus Strong was a guy that took an official visit to Oklahoma this past weekend. If you heard Todd Bates' comments on him earlier in the day, he's a guy that. Uh, wasn't heavily recruited as an underclassman. Uh, he missed his entire junior season with a knee injury. But as a senior, he put up some really impressive tape down in Union County, Florida. And Oklahoma was one of many FBS schools that came to the table late for Marcus Strong and pushed for him. You look at his offer sheet, much like Alton Tarber last year, I think, and I know that's the name that it, you know he's, he's now departed. Uh, he's out of the picture at Oklahoma, but much like Holton Tarver last year, you look at the offer sheet, Oklahoma was always the most impressive offer that Marcus Strong had, and it didn't seem like the Sooners would have any issue locking him down if they did make him a priority, which they did. Uh, and you end up with one pleasant surprise on National Signing Day. would have been nice to have had two or even three if you're an Oklahoma fan, but uh, you'll take Strong to bolster and bookend this class of interior defensive linemen in the early signing period. Now, obviously, throughout recruiting, the early signing day has really become the the big one, right? Like more and more every year it feels like that there really is only one signing day. But, of course, we got another one uh, coming up uh, here in in what feels like a few weeks. Uh, But who do you think that's out there that is uncommitted or unsigned maybe, more importantly, that OU might zero in on now that, you know, they may want to take another safety or they may want to take another defensive lineman or another edge. Do you know of anybody out there that OU might look to add to this class before it's all wrapped up? Yeah, well, I'll be honest. I have not really had the chance to dig into that because today has been one thing after another. And what's taken precedence is the guys that are signing today versus the guys who aren't. But from December to January, there are always a few guys that remain on the market or that don't elect to sign their national letters of intent until February because they're maybe looking for a bigger opportunity. Uh, they're maybe hoping that a school like Oklahoma comes along and throws the offer their way. So uh, I, I have no doubt that, especially if Oklahoma whiffs on a player or two in the transfer portal among the guys that they're targeting, they could end up taking one, two, maybe even three additional high school prospects in this class. you got 24 right now. Uh, I've long projected this class's total size in the end to be between 26 and 28 commits, and I think that'll be the number. So uh, I think the Sooners are poised to add at least a couple more between December and February, if I had to guess. Uh, But we'll see. I don't really have a concrete idea of who that might be or where they might be yet. Hey, appreciate it, man. Uh, also, did you um, subscribe to Travis Hunter's YouTube page so we can uh, hurry up and hear what his announcement is? You know, because he's going to announce when he once he hits a hundred thousand subscribers. I'm sure you know that. 
I'm so tired of covering 18-year-olds. <laughs> uh, all right, see you, man. We'll catch up with you, uh, what, I guess Monday of next week. Enjoy the break. Yeah, it was a joke, by the way. Love my job. <laughs> Y'all take care. We'll touch base again soon. Uh, I love that. There you go. Parker Thune. That says it all, doesn't it? I think Parker just told us exactly how he feels with that uh, last sentence. That's funny. Yeah, I guess he's only going to cover transfer portal now. Yeah, hey, well, you know, like that's any easier with what's going on there. I guess we're still waiting on Trace Ford, and it's been 48 hours since he tweeted out, "Uh, yeah, I'm done with recruiting. I'm ready to make a decision. Well, what what, what is it, Trace Ford? Uh, Where where are you going to play? Wait for Phil Knight to call him. He keeps on on getting left left on red uh, by Phil Knight. Maybe so. Uh, 405-651-3439 is the Air Coverage Solutions text line. More coverage of National Signing Day coming up next right here on The Ref. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Landers, we know it's important to do good all year long. And right now, during the Big Finish sales event, get 11000 off the 2022 Ram 1500 and 7500 off the 2022 Grand Cherokee L. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman. WAC plus TTNL. See dealer for details. You're simply the best. Riverwind is your place to play this holiday season. With all of your favorite games, the best service. So many ways to win. It's no wonder that Riverwind is OKC's number one casino. So if you want to have the best time, you won't find better than number one. You're simply the best. Ready to tackle the housing market? With over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Give Holly a call at 405 364 9999 to get started on your new home search. Home Creations. Live like a champion today. Home Creations. Our friendly voices on the phone. At 364 Home Creations. Sooner fans, don't miss your chance to see the 2022 NCAA National Champion Women's Gymnastics Team in 2023. Season and single meet tickets are on sale now, as well as group ticket opportunities starting at just $3. There are five opportunities to see your national champions at the Lloyd Noble Center this season, and the Sooners will host two national championship rematches against Utah and Florida. For tickets to the best show in town, visit Soonersports.com. Boomer Sooner. Oh my Nosh, look at that view. And the food, too. Come see us at Nosh on the Green at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club. We are open to the public and open at 8 a.m. Monday and Wednesday through Sunday, as well as game days. Come by and make us a part of your game day tradition and take it up a Nosh. Event space available through the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club or call 405-630-8267. Nosh on the Green at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club in Norman, your game day headquarters. Don't forget about our Nosh Moore location for brunch before the game, too. Every three minutes, a baby is born with a cleft, making it difficult to talk, hear, eat, and even breathe. Many won't receive the treatment they need to thrive. 
Through training and financial support, SmileTrain gives the power of healing back to local communities so they can provide life-changing surgeries and other services at no cost to families. Help us change the world one smile at a time. To learn more, visit SmileTrain.org learn. Why did I wait so long to see a retina specialist? Retinal disease can steal your eyesight, but it doesn't have to. Patients who seek care from a retina specialist have the best chance of preventing vision loss due to age-related macular degeneration or diabetic retinopathy. AMD symptoms to look out for are distortion or warping of straight lines, as well as blurred or loss of central vision. Patients with diabetic retinopathy should seek treatment if they notice the appearance of spots or floaters or blurred and distorted vision. Visit seeforalifetime.org. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. PJ at a barway, uh, just a, a fantastic uh, young man and his brother uh, getting ready to get drafted high, a defensive lineman at uh, Northwestern. Uh, but he's broad, he's long, he's all arms and limbs. Uh, he's, he can uh, really run, very explosive, natural instincts uh, as a pass rusher. Uh, got a great frame, you know, just south of 230 pounds. Uh, really like where he's at. There's more from Brent Venables earlier today at his signing day press conference. And, and I'll say this, like, his attitude at the press conference, and he had no reason to be upset. I mean, he's got a, a top ten class. But, you know, maybe sometimes you can tell if a tough day is in store uh, for a program, depending on what the attitude is like at the press conference. But I, you didn't get any um, – indication at all that it was OU was going to miss out on two players judging by Brent Venable's reaction today as press conference he was happy go lucky at least that's kind of how I, I I saw it yeah and I think it's just because you know the, these recruitments are very personal to them they're long-term relationship building type things this is a this is a great day for Brent Venables these are relationships that he's had that have paid off these young men keep in mind this is the first time he's been able to say their names. Yeah, I know. He, well, yeah. he hasn't. He, he's he, he. It's a violation. I mean, I know he he accidentally said her name one time, but it's 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 got to feel good for him to be able to finally give these guys their flowers after sticking with them throughout the entire process, getting asked questions about them, things like that. Everybody's saying, "Oh, well, I wouldn't blame a kid for decommitting," you know, with how we're looking, you know, that kind of stuff. He had to read all season. And now that he finally gets pen to paper on these guys and he can finally brag about them, that's one thing that we see Brent Venables do. He really likes to brag about his guys. So with that, he finally gets the chance to do it to, you know, a couple dozen new guys to brag about. That's got to be good for him. Um, some things going on across the country. Cormani McLean, uh, number one corner in the country, not signing today. And that's 
been going on with a couple five-star players, including Cormani McClain. Not signing today. Colorado is apparently in contact with him, so I'm sure that's going to get interesting. No, David Hicks did not sign with Texas A&M today. He is not going to sign until Friday. As Travis and I discussed earlier, it wouldn't be all that surprising if Oregon finds a way to get David Hicks as well with all the other flips that they had today. Uh, text line, any truth to the rumors Peyton Bowen hasn't sent in his letter of uh, letter of intent yet to Oregon? Yes, that is true. That as was true as of 4 true. And the worst part about it, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm getting, I'm getting sent that same tweet from all kinds of people. All, like People across the country aren't even OU fans, and they're like, dude, what's yeah. going on here? I'm like, I don't know, man. Don't it's let a, that get you excited or I, – I, no, just don't, no, no. don't do that to yourself. I, today's – you know, it's already been rough enough for a lot of people. Just don't – Get hung up on that. So don't, don't we even could lose out on it. David Hicks twice, so don't allow yourself to get. Don't get hung up, up on, on David Bowen Hicks. Twice. Don't get hung up on. Pay- yes, hundred percent, yeah. man. Don't 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 let it beat you twice. So, but the last sentence of the tweet that says, "And a source says there are still conversations happening behind the scenes." Like, forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. Just move on. Uh, let's see. I know I'm excited for this recruiting class. Coach Venables and staff did an outstanding job even with missing out on a couple of guys. Uh, Peyton says, that's what I was going to say. Literally don't even think twice about it in terms of uh, uh, the Peyton Bowen deal. Uh, Chavis is retweeting all of Trace Ford's stuff. Hmm. Really? Okay. Well, I don't know if that's going to drop today, but that would be a nice uh, a nice be finish a to the day. Yeah, it would, it nice would, it would definitely be a pick-me-up and some immediate help on the defensive line if you're able to get Trace Ford. Yes, and, nice. and, and uh, you know, we've offered, you know, like I said, five or six portal wide receivers. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe a couple portal announcements over the next two days might uh, be just what we need. Oregon killing everyone, showing money late and not getting leverage. True business moves. We need business people running recruiting negotiations. Um, well, Oregon is killing everyone with the bag late, and they're mainly killing Notre Dame. Like, as bad as OU fans feel, I, I wonder what it's like with Notre Dame fans right now. Oh, they're in and also, And also, Notre Dame fans, for all the awful things that you were saying about OU and OU fans, do you feel at least a little bad for that? Because it was Oregon in the end who won out, and Oregon did it with the bag, not OU. So, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't really care what Notre Dame fans feel, but... I just I wonder if they feel a little remorse today for how they acted. Probably not. Yeah, I mean it's it's got to be it's got to be rough for Notre Dame. Like like you said, they were I mean they've been top three like all year, and they're plummeting right now. I mean they are, I mean like they dropped an anchor off the side of the recruiting class. It is just sinking them. So yeah, we talk about who's had a worse day. Oh man, Notre Dame, Florida's probably got to be up there a little bit, but. Yeah, not good. Uh, 405, why are you guys so down on this recruiting class? Neither Bowen nor Akana uh, ever publicly said they were coming to OU. This was still a top 10 class. Why are you pandering to the idiots out there? Uh, I do appreciate you using idiots in the text. I, I love that quite a bit. I hope that can happen more. But did you just tune in? Because literally, we've been coming up with reasons why you still should be excited about this class to the point where we've had several texts calling us homers and morons and everything else under the sun. So it's fine. It comes with the territory. It, it's, it's okay. Like keep the text coming, 
but you, you literally can't win today. We Trust me, we've been trying to give <laughs> reasons, multiple reasons, why you should be excited about this class. We, we are not another, down on this class. We're maybe a we little down a on the day, but not this class. I uh, know. I was bringing up, you know, I'm doing re- research back to 2010 and trying to figure out, you know, how to how to convince people that this is actually a really, really good class and you've got a lot to be excited about. And we did that and somebody said that, well, we're the reason. We're the reason that everybody's so upset today because we're the ones that are, you know, sunshine pumping this whole time. It's like, you're right. We can't win. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, whatever. Uh, who cares about Peyton? I'd pull the offer. Tell him to hit bricks if he changes his mind again. Someone was saying earlier uh, that they would find it funny if um, Jackson Arnold ends up dating Peyton Bowen's girlfriend now that they're both at OU and he is at Oregon. So that would be I a wild he, twist. I think Jackson's story. got his own girlfriend. Yeah, uh, maybe so. I <laughs> did, but yeah, it's. It's been a fascinating day uh, in a fascinating recruiting cycle. Brian in Tulsa says, sorry, what did y'all say about Trace Ford? I am that idiot that wasn't listening. Someone texted us and said that um, uh, Miguel Chavis is retweeting a bunch of Trace Ford stuff. I have not checked to see if that was the case, but if you want to use that as any sign, any sort of a positive sign, then um, it would be some welcome good news today if Trace Ford picks OU uh, via the portal. I mean, we could uh, uh, we could go to Miguel Chavis's Twitter right now and read actually um, another text that or another tweet that he sent out talking about kind of recruiting in general and when you miss on kids whatnot. Um, he says, "Adult CFB fans, remember, your grown-ups recruits are young men. They're not supposed to quote unquote think like you. How you behave when you quote unquote miss out." on a recruit says far more about you and your fan base than it does when you quote-unquote land one. Congrats to all the 23 signees and families. Hmm. Are you going to retweet that or quote tweet that or like that one? Hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You know. I'm feeling about it maybe, but I am, for what it's worth, I'm not seeing uh, any retweets um of unless i just miss oh no he retweeted bet on me or not it's okay and thank you to every coach who gave me an opportunity to play at their university i'm done with recruiting so he just retweeted those two things within the last 22 minutes from trace <laughs> well it, it, the uh the one i'm done with recruiting has been out there for about 49 hours now uh yeah and, and so he waited until 22 minutes ago or hey. less than 22 minutes hey. ago to retweet it so i'll take all the positive vibes i can get at this come point, on give okay? me some hopium Give me some hopium, Coach. Hey, what did you think about uh, Britt Vittable's blazer today at the uh, signing day press conference? Did you man, see that it, thing? It, yeah, it looked like a Christmas present, man. <laughs> it was quite the look. I've never it seen a blazer like that. It was, yeah, you know, I I probably won't wear some. I do have a uh, kind of a green plaid, you know, blazer, but it, it's not quite as uh, – I don't know. Unique is that one. I'll call it. I'll call it unique. It was a. Keep it was a bold look, and I, I gotta say, like, it, it was a surprising look from Brent Venables. Like Brent Venables was not the guy I expected to show up to a press conference in that in that style of blazer. Now maybe that's his like signing day tradition, and he's been doing that at Clemson, and Dabo's been wearing crazy stuff too, or it's a new tradition. I don't know. I was just surprised that Brent Venables of all people showed up in that today. It was it was a look. Yeah. It was a statement. Now Chavis would show up to that, but oh, 100 percent with sunglasses he would ta- on. 
and the sleeves would be torn off. <laughs> yes, also also accurate. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a look. Everyone had an opinion, like everything else uh, about uh, the the blazer he was rocking today. Hey, I did see uh, Oklahoma State running back Dominic Richardson, who's in the portal. There's a crystal ball to Baylor for him, so do with that with uh, what you will. I guess Auburn had a decent day with their new coaching staff. They got a few flips today. Of course, Oregon has really been the the big winner. I Oregon's got to be the winner of the day, right? Oh, absolutely. Bama's had a great day too, but Oregon's really yeah. Like, I mean, it's really like it, it. It questions like, did you win this day by what you did today, or did you win today because of what you've done all year? Because if you if you're just talking about what they've won, what they've done all year, then it's Bama by a country mile. But what you did today, if you're Oregon. I don't know. You got a lot of guys that we're just going to take the bag with guys you have basically no relationships with, and and I'm just saying this on the Bowen front. You basically have no relationships with a guy that really doesn't know much of the area, has never been on an official visit. Like when you build foundations on sand like that, you can't expect you know the building can be only be built so tall, right? So that's where you look at like a Bama's class or something like that, and say, okay, they, they probably got some guys that, that will stick around. Here's a good text before we hit a break. BV's blazer was giving me Craig Sager vibes. That's a perfect oh, way to yeah. put it. Any Craig Sager uh, vibes are welcome. Yeah, 100%. All right, we'll uh, close up hour number two of The Rush. Coming up next, keep it locked right here on The Ref. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on The Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. And right now, get $5,500 off select 2022 custom Silverados and take $3,000 off MSRP and 3.99% financing on the 2022 Equinox. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. WAC must finance with GM Financial. Hey, hey, Sooner Nation. Come spend your New Year's afternoon cheering on the Oklahoma Sooners basketball team as they tip off Big 12 conference play against the Texas Longhorns on December 31st at 1 p.m. They've got a special ticket deal for y'all. Four tickets for $20. Now, that's a deal. Also enjoy $2 concession deals on draft beers, fountain sodas, and small popcorns. Shoot, I may partake myself. For tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash holiday. Boomer Sooner. All right, all right, all right. Life's too short for small buns. 405 Burger Bar is moving locations to Main Street in the heart of Norman. With handmade Oklahoma onion burgers and a full bar, 405 Burger Bar will be your favorite place to watch games. Follow us on Instagram at 405 Burger Bar to learn more about our burgers, bar, and sports bar atmosphere. 405 Burger Bar, Main Street in Norman, just east of I-35. 405 Burger Bar in Norman on Main Street. Big buns, real meat. Schumacher Law Group, when experience matters. Tracy Schumacher is a former prosecutor and former district judge. Whether it's a probate challenge, criminal charges, or contentious divorce proceedings, experience matters. The attorneys at Schumacher Law Group provide compassionate, knowledgeable advice, all while fighting for your best interests. Find Schumacher Law Group online at lawgroupok.com or call 405-701-1882. Hometown lawyers ready to fight for you when experience matters. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. 
As we get older, it's important to take care of ourselves and our loved ones. At the Carlstone, we have everything you need to start living your best life. Start your day off with a workout or relax at the spa. Enjoy full-service dining, stay in for a movie, or hit the town with your friends. Call or visit us online today and start living your best life at the Carlstone. The staff of Primrose stands ready to serve families before and after the passing of a loved one. Call us today so that our staff can share with you how you are able to pre-plan all of your services in advance of a need. This will relieve your family and friends from having to make decisions on the hardest day of their life. Call us today at 405-321-6000. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Every three hours, somebody is hit by a train in the United States. Many of these incidents involve new drivers. A train hitting your car would be like this hammer hitting a full can of soda. What? Actually, Tommy, a train hitting your car would be like a car crushing a soda can with you and all your passengers inside. Pay attention to crossing signs and warning signals and always expect the train at any railroad crossing. Go check out our full video and enter to win prizes at oli.org slash drivesafe. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. You know, we've been uh, you know mentioning OU's recruiting rankings all day long, and we use 24-7 sports. Um, I, I personally like 24-7 sports. Parker works at 24-7 sports. It just kind of works out. But if you want to say OU has a top five class today, you wouldn't necessarily be wrong, Travis. Because yeah, I'm going with the worldwide leader, according baby. to ESPN, even after today, OU has the number four ranked class. So, if you'd like to reference this as the number four overall recruiting class, at least ESPN would agree with you. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Might as I well, mean, right? I mean, enough people like if they're not into recruiting, they might might not know what two four seven sports is. So they all know who ESPN is. So just take a little screenshot, say, boom. Big day, baby. Big finish, top four class coming for that playoff. 
I mean, you don't have to believe any of it, but, <laughs> you know, at least you can front. Yeah, you can front at least a little bit. I, I mean, ESPN doesn't, you know, update the rankings as much as 24-7, like rivals are on three, but who cares about that, right? Well, one service has got you as a top five class. They got you at number four overall. So I say, Travis, if that's the ranking that you want to cite, uh, just do it. Just just go ahead and do it. You might as well. Yeah, I mean, they're talking about in the – actually, I'm just going to read through it real quick since we, you know, just started the segment and then we brought up the number four ranked Oklahoma Sooners class. ESPN says, the Sooners took a hit when five-star Malachi Nelson decommitted and followed Lincoln Riley to USC. New coach Brent Venables and his staff rebounded in landing Arnold, a five-star quarterback who has a smooth, compact delivery as well as good pocket mobility. They also have a few promising targets in the passing game on the board in Keon Brown, who has a good blend of height and speed, and Jaquez Petaway, who could be an immediate contributor with great hands and sharp route running abilities. One of the top in-state prospects, Eric McCarty, which doesn't usually make it on a lot of national yeah. you know, write-ups, uh, is staying close to home. Is a versatile player who can contribute on either side of the ball for the Sooners. Uh, Johnson, the top-ranked player in the state, brings tremendous versatility and projects to the secondary. The Sooners have multiple ESPN 300 defenders on the front seven, including Derek LeBlanc and P.J. Adeboare. He tested extremely well this spring at the Kansas City Elite Underclassmen Camp, and with further development, his blend of speed, agility, and initial quickness can allow him to be a well-rounded and highly productive defender. You know, uh, yeah, that was a lot. Half the people have been disappointed because they think we're being too negative. The other half saying we're being sunshine pumpers. Well, let's bring out the sunshine pump at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. We're going to tell you every single reason why we still like the 2023 class for OU. Join us on the text line as well, 405-651-3439. Final hour of The Rush is next. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Sooner fans, don't miss 